Well, hey there, and thanks for joining us for The Weekly Grind, a podcast where we work out the topics that shape and influence the culture, community, and church of today from a biblical perspective. My name is Ben, here with my pastor and good friend Chip. He's a lead pastor, and I'm the worship pastor here at the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene. Today on the podcast, we talk with Tom Mack. Tom is the director for the United Way of Henry County, and we spend some time talking about the role that the United Way plays in the community and how people can get involved. This is the Weekly Grind. Uh, Okay, well, Chip, today we're joined with um, a staple in the Henry County community and um, just somebody that I've I've looked to and and have have grown very fond of the last couple of years as as I've had the opportunity to work with the United Way of Henry County and it's uh, Tom Mack is joining us so welcome to the Weekly Grind podcast Ben thanks for having me <laughs> Yeah you know I echo what he's saying because I've heard him talk about Tom Mack a lot of times mm. and uh, I know he really uh, admires what you do and your voice in the community so I'm excited about this podcast. Uh, I know, again, those of you that watch and, and know what we're about, we really are very intentional about a kingdom perspective uh, as we approach our world, our culture, our community. Mm-hmm. And at the core of a kingdom perspective is serve, right? Love others uh, as you love yourself is core to who we're about. And uh, guess what is right in the heartbeat of what happens in Henry County is the United Way. And I have been blown away as kind of a new mm-hmm. Henry County resident to watch the amount of services that are provided in our community for people who are maybe marginalized or in need of help. Mm-hmm. It's been so encouraging. And mm-hmm. I love that partnership. And right in the middle of all of that <laughs> is the United Way and, and you, Tom. And so this is really good to have you on today, give you a chance just to share with people uh, what you're about, because sometimes you're in so much that it's like, whoa, I, I'm not quite sure. Um, and so give you a chance to kind of explain that and share, and uh, maybe they can uh, latch on to something and partner or support. Love that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on. Chip, really thanks for having it. me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, would, when they think of United Way, the first thing they think of is the fundraiser that we do, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's really much, much more to United Way than that. But through that fundraiser, we're able to provide uh, funding support to 35 different health and human service agencies that are serving the people here in Henry County. So and we've just been incredibly fortunate to have the greatest group of volunteers to help. Uh, our mission statement says that uh, what we're trying to do is increase the orga- organized capacity for people to help one another. And that's basically what we do, structure ourselves in whatever a- area is important in the community and uh, get those volunteers and resources to work to try to meet what the most pressing needs are in the community. And not even the, you know, I mean, you have a direct impact on so many things around the community, but I would also say definitely an indirect impact as well because you know for we have a lot of people uh within our church that listen to this podcast and i've been working directly with you with our own kind of meal program that we've started and i just want to tell you guys that you know i don't i don't know that i i would have been pretty scared to uh to approach something like this had it not been for you and just just 
just being a lifeline to call upon, hey, we need this. Who could I talk to about this? Who could I talk to about this? And so maybe it's not an official United Way sanctioned kind of thing, but you guys have done so, you have done so much to help us too. So, oh, uh, well, you know, great. Once was at a seminar and they made the statement that ideas are a dime a dozen. The people that implement them are precious and few. And when you took the leadership role on this from the church and Ben, your activities, it made it happen. And uh, it's getting better every day. And it was an important service to the community. So it was great to see the church take the lead on that and be a, be the mainstay for that program. 35 is kind of a significant number, isn't it? 35 organizations, yeah. but we were chatting before the show. 35 years. Yeah. I actually had blonde hair years. when I started this job. <laughs> <laughs> Defiance guy, right? Yeah. Ends up yeah. in Napoleon. Yeah. Are you... Uh, have well, your we allegiances you. changed? Or? Oh, absolutely. Are you just trying <laughs> to get me in trouble, Chip? I'm, <laughs> You I told you, he puts his foot in his mouth a lot. You, you know, I've been around long <laughs> no. enough. Most of the people forgot that. You know, early on it was pretty tough, but most people forgot that. Uh, but I, you know, the work that, I mean, you guys do surpasses any sort of prejudice or defiance <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, so, so let's just talk maybe day in the life of the United Way or how it's broken down, how oh. everything works. Yeah, I love that, a day in the life of the United Way. Because every day every day's yeah. a little different, right? Well, yeah, let me talk about last Friday because, you know, <laughs> as I was sharing earlier, that Friday was a unique day. Um, you know, started out the mornings talking to Stephen Tucker, the superintendent yeah. for the Henry County Board of DD, and we were talking about Special Olympics and their heart program that provides recreational opportunities for people with developmental disabilities here in Henry County. And thanks to the generosity of all our donors, we're able to fund almost uh, $48,000 into those two programs each year. And so talking to Stephen about, you know, how things were going because not being able with the virus to get the the athletes together and to have those recreational activities. He said, well, we're Zooming with them every day at 3 o'clock to try to keep that connection okay. there for them. And I said, well, that's awesome that, you know, that they would make that big an effort to mm-hmm. keep everybody together. And then he said, uh, the other thing is Tina Parsons is actually working with them and would like to find a service program in the community. And his suggestion was they'd like to find a veteran and have that, you know, that needs yard work done. And I said, great, let's Good. see what we can find out. So this morning I talked to Brent Bischoff out the veteran's office, and I said, hey, Brent, working with Hope Services, would like to know if you can give us our veteran. And he said, I can't come up with somebody right away, Tom, but give me a chance to think about it, and I'll give you a call back. Well, you know, we talk about how the Lord works in mysterious ways. A half hour later, I get a call from a young man that his father just got out of VA hospital, been there for five weeks, has cancer, said the house totally got away from the yard, is just needs a lot, a lot of work. And uh, I said, oh, Brent, have you called me? And he said, who's Brent? And I said, oh, so you don't know Brent from the VA? I just talked to him. I assume he had you called. No, no. I just decided that today was the day. Wow, that I was yeah. going to try to find somebody to help parents and, and called. And I thought, 
that is just incredible. And he said, I want you to know I'm a spiritual person. And he said, I've just got chills going up and down my body right now, thinking that the Lord wanted this to happen and yeah. made this connection. And I said, no doubt about it. And I said, send me some pictures because we're anxious to get started. I love doing yard work. And and uh, you get those crew together from uh, from Hope, and you get a lot of stuff done in a big hurry. And you have fun doing it. Yeah, a lot of laughs probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but shout out to Tina Parsons. Yeah. That's a nap nazi yeah. right there. So. Yeah. She's a remarkable individual. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and that, I just feel like that's one example of of kind of the way United yeah. Way works in, in connecting people to increase the function and capacity of of a community, yeah. I feel like. And, you know, we had Dr. Eric Belcher on, and, and he's, uh, you know, within the last year, what he's kind of working on as a superintendent. And I think the greatest thing that he's done so far is the hashtag all in Napoleon because I feel like mm-hmm. so many maybe community members – um, we've just kind of gotten behind that. And I mean, that's just another way that we can kind of work together. And, um, I felt like there's just, there's always been kind of a, a spirit of that in Henry County of, of people looking out for one another and, and working together to solve mm. problems. So, yeah. Next call on Friday was, uh, was calling Shannon Jones over at Job and Family Services to see about the Stuff the Bus program and whether we could still do that and that they would still help with some financial support for that. And she said yes to that. And that's been a really fantastic experience. You know, it's a huge job because we're packing school supplies right to the teacher's list. And we go out to do that packing, and you think, boy, we're going to get this project done timely. And then all of a sudden, you got 40 volunteers that show up, and you, you didn't know 20 cool. of them were even coming. And yeah. I thought, that is just incredible. And uh, it's just another example of how people in the community will rally. You just need to let them know that yeah. and it's, it's sometimes hard to communicate that, but once they know, they're there to help out. Yeah. What was the third call? Uh, third call was, uh, oh, it wasn't the phone call, but it says we're working on our early childhood development programming. Uh, really important to us at United Way that early childhood programming be available in the community. You know, it's our philosophy that if a child gets an early educational jump and they do well in school early on, they'll do well in school generally they do well in school they'll usually do well on a job and so you know they've got sent yeah. on the way with great capacity and so one of the emphasis we want to do this summer is to give them a little break here between that un- unusual finish to the school year and but now we want to get them back to reading with their children 20 minutes every day so on facebook um, up until a couple weeks ago we were doing uh, about twice a week, an opportunity for families to get books if they would commit to reading with their child. And we're going to launch that again later this week. So we're working on that. And it's just another area that people just don't think of United Way as being involved with mm-hmm. as much. And then that final call of the day, unfortunately, was the, the fire disaster that we had here in the community last week. Uh, a lot of people displaced from that. Uh, lost everything you know the house was a complete loss and and everything in it and so we worked closely with the red cross we gave them a call and you talk about another group with great volunteers they've got volunteers that train for disasters and they were out there uh within an hour or so 
made arrangements to get the family, the a lot of young children too, into hotel and get them sheltered for two or three days so they could get back on their feet. And when you lose everything like that, uh, they need vouchers so that they can go out and get personal care items and some clothing because pretty much walked out with the clothes they had on their back and that was it. And so it just ended up with a lot of different things that day. And I thought, always struggled with, wish I could do better of explaining what United Way does. But when there's so many things like that, it's hard to put it in a single sentence that this is what we do. That's great, though. I mean, <laughs> you're doing so much that it's like I can't even just give you one picture. It's it's a whole it's a whole diamond that has a lot of different sides. Yeah. You know, I'm actually a a, a, a CPC uh, executive board member for Northwest Ohio, the center and Napoleon and right. uh, Wasion, Brian and Defiance, and you guys contribute to that with our um, uh, helping parents. Uh, develop uh, mm-hmm. good habits mm-hmm. and learn how to be a, a good parent. You guys are helping with that, fund that. And so I'm already, I was aware of that. It's just another ministry, another service you're providing in our community. So. You know, and that is a great organization. We love their philosophy. They've got a program they call Earn While You Learn Yep. that uh, parents get involved in studying modules to mm-hmm. teach them to be better parents. And yeah. through doing that, they'll earn credits to get a crib or diapers or whatever they need for their baby. And, and yeah, that's a great thing, program to be a part of. Yeah. I know through the Imagination Library, we've gotten a lot of books with Judah, and you talk about 20 minutes a day. I think at bedtime, <laughs> he wants to read every book on this shelf, and there's probably 60 books. I mean, just correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you, you guys were the ones uh, mailing books earlier, correct? Was that you guys just this spring? Yeah, yes, but that that was not the Imagination Library. That, <laughs> that was, was the early other... part, early childhood development program. Because, where... uh, I mean, there's some of those books in my house. <laughs> awesome. Seriously, yeah. Colby and Sayla, they're they're uh, they're yeah. reading them. Anything, and then you know, and that's one of the things we want to do with volunteers to get them more involved in early childhood development. We did a lot of programming uh, in the winter time with the library on a bear series we did, mm-hmm. um, brown bear, yeah, and polar bear Real and cold, panda right? bear, yeah. yeah. And uh, we've got one that we've been wanting to do so bad. At, book about a miniature horse and we know people that have miniature horse we want to bring them in but you know restricted on the size yeah. of the crowd but we still want to find a way with working with volunteers yeah. that we could have people drive up and yeah. pick up the book and see the horse from a distance and so we're hoping to get that project off but every one of these like I said earlier you can have great ideas it's yeah. the people that implement them that are make it incredible I mean you resource uh, the Santa house we're both Rotarians, yeah. and that's a big part of uh, what we do during the winter months. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys are helping resource that. So it's just, man, everywhere you look, yeah, the United Way's got their hands in something. I so think, like great. you mentioned, though, you know, pouring into the young lives. I mean, that's that's where generational change comes from. I know yeah. with Nazarene Compassion Ministries, and uh, which we're affiliated with. I mean, they have a strong emphasis on um, just pouring into children when they're young to to break help the break cycles. cycle of poverty mm, right. or, or whatever it may be. And, um, you know, I've just gotten the sense for you from you too that, you know, that's kind of where your heart's at is 
teaching people how to fish, not just giving them a fish. Absolutely. And um, speaking of that, though, I do want to talk about some of the other agencies that 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 you come alongside, that the United Way comes alongside to to support. Where do you want to start? Well, you want to talk about basic needs right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, let's know, do that. With uh, the virus going on, we've been spending a lot of time planning for the future. Uh, you know, the, the communities come together in a great way, and with the mm-hmm. assistance programs that are available out there, people are, even though they're losing jobs at too high a rate, they're able to make it through right now. We have a great concern that come September, October, November is when the real problem will hit, that some of the uh, government programming will be lacking right or, you know, will mm-hmm. not be at the peak that it is right now. So uh, work regularly with... Uh, with a fish program, uh, St. Vincent de Paul. Together we can make a difference. It provides paper products to families that have a need for that. And then uh, we pay the expense for truck transportation. Every month, uh, Virgil Bowles takes a truck down to get pick up government commodities. And there are so many available right now that they actually need the whole truck. We used to share it with Defiance County and share the expense on that. But they're bringing back so much product into the community right now that do that with a single truck. So work work with those agencies on helping people meet basic needs that they have. So talk about uh, you know Henry uh, Fish of Henry County and how that uh, how that functions, how that operates, what that looks like. They have a lady that works out of her home. That if people need assistance with rent, utilities, uh, they help with food vouchers. You know, a lot of churches uh, in the community have pantries, but they don't have the fresh products. So what Fish will do is provide them with a voucher so they can get some elk, milk, eggs, potatoes, or whatever. Mm-hmm they might need at that time because those things are usually not available through surplus food products. And so um, fish handles those in those three areas. Mm-hmm. St. Vincent Paul, very much the same thing, mm-hmm. rent yep. assistance and utilities. Um, together we can make a difference is the yep. paper product. So yep. uh, just together you can make a difference, a relatively new organization. Uh, going to say they're probably about 10 years old and I'm sure I'm going to be wrong about that <laughs> time flies so much but uh, it was a much needed service that people appreciated having in the community yeah. beyond that uh, work with agencies that provide counseling for individuals mm-hmm. uh, Center for Child and Family Advocacy with their work uh, recovery services that uh, People that are struggling with drug or alcohol, mm-hmm. women that are struggling with that. They have a residential treatment program that we help provide funding into. Lutheran Social Services does counseling and so uh, fund those different areas yeah. for, for counseling for individuals from the community. You know, and I, I think too, I mean, that was a lot of information right there, but leading off the, uh, I mean, these are these are real lives. That, and I think every every organization, you could probably think of a story you know, of, of a way, uh, you know, just yeah. like how we started the podcast off with like your day Friday and how, how you kind of work to kind of, you know, try to connect, connect people. Each one of these organizations, they have a story to tell and, and it's not just information or agencies or it's, it's just the people's heart behind, yes. you know, what's going on and, and what they're doing. And it's just, it's just phenomenal. 
And to go back to something Chip talked about, anybody that has a heart that would like to volunteer in a community, let us know. Um, once we know we've got more volunteers out there, we can expand the things we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like helping this veteran. We know we continue to do that if we continue mm-hmm. to find more and more volunteers out there. And, uh, and this is the kind of community, when you ask, you're usually going to find out mm-hmm. you've got just as much help as you need. Yeah, you sure you find that in the church every day, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yep. There's kind of new people stepping up all the time, and I want to call out even. I mean, millennials, we're not kids anymore, so it's our time to step up and and do a lot more too. With I know we've got, you know, a lot of that generation around here at the church that kind of serve and do things. You're chuckling. <laughs> But I, I think mean, I'm out of that rage range now. You're not. You're, not, you're Gen I'm X, barely aren't you? out of it. Yeah. What so are, I can chuckle about that when that's, you call out millennials. That's right. Well, not I feel me. like I can. I am a millennial, not so it's me. like, hey, no, you know, this is this is our community. It's time. Like we got to own it's this, and and yeah. yeah, let's do this. I mean, some of the things that you're talking to directly impacts us. Like I said, I've got two young kids. Okay. Well, your heart is for to see my children you know, grow and prosper. Okay. Why wouldn't I get behind that and, and support and serve and help in whatever way we can to, to do that. And so, and I mean, look at the, look at the holistic approach, the physical needs Mm -hmm. of, uh, food, clothing, then the counseling needs, Mm -hmm. the emotional, the mental stability. I mean, what a holistic kind of approach to the the whole person that, uh, is very diversified. Mm -hmm. A lot of places are just, but you are coming behind all of that and uh, supporting that. That's really good. Yeah. You know, one of the other programs I haven't mentioned that I always like to take the opportunity mm-hmm. is the cancer care program where yeah. uh, volunteers have, uh, have collected enough funding and set up a program that if you're cancer patients that are having some financial difficulties that they can get mileage reimbursement for their gas mileage. And a lot of times those families have lost income because the person with the cancer can't work. And even if they're lucky enough to have a good disability, it's probably just 50, 60% of their regular income. Often their spouse has to take off work to drive them there. So they end up with financial issues and that mileage reimbursement. And there's about six, seven different areas, wigs and and prosthesis and things that, that we can help with. So if you know a family in Henry County that's going through cancer issues and can use some financial assistance, we'd like them to call and see yeah. if we can't help them out. And that's, I mean, that's a great point because, you know, Basically, if you, I mean, if there's a need that exists, you either can help meet that need or know the person that they need to call to meet that need. I mean, you really are kind of conduit in, in this, you know, this community. Yeah. Um, You know, a couple of years ago, we saw the need for people that had other problems, medical problems. It wasn't, you know, we were helping the cancer patients, but what if I'm diabetic and I can't get my uh, prescriptions and that? There were volunteers on the United Way board set aside a fund they call community care funds so that those odd things that were falling through the crack, we can hopefully help people with those. And, and they set aside some additional money for prescription help, you know, a lot of people got laid off, maybe lost their insurance coverage, and, mm-hmm. and if that's the case and they were on prescription drugs and they lost their coverage on that, would want to be able to help with that too. Yeah. So for you, uh, sitting right here on, uh, you know, uh, what is it, June the 22nd, mm-hmm. um, 
what are the things that you're you're seeing like are going to need attention or need attention or um, kind of what's your diagnosis of of what are the biggest things that need service? Well, right now, I think that the the basic needs for people are being well met in the community. What I worry about is some of the psychological things that you yeah. know. Uh, elderly people that have become isolated in, in way too many different ways. And I'd love to see some people in the community come up with ways, creative ways, to uh, keep that communication going with people in those in those households and families that, that have become very isolated, particularly because of their age. But um, young children also, if there's ways that we can engage mm-hmm. them during this unusual time when we shut so many things down and and we're so involved with the distancing issues that um, I think that's something in the future that needs to be created and helped out with. Yeah, that's good. I couldn't I, I couldn't agree more uh, about the psychological side. Um, but, you know, obviously part of my role is is there's a counseling aspect and out of this just the things that have uh, been brought to me and and I know that that's symptomatic across the board in our community um, where thankfully mental illness the stigma was was falling away Mm -hmm. seems like over the last 10 years but I think through this too we really need to to be okay Mm -hmm. with being active and seeing ourselves and our neighbors Mm -hmm as people who potentially could be dealing with some psychological issues mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. You know, yep. good. Tom, can, where, where can people go to learn more about the United way or maybe to connect with you? Just give us a call, you know, phone numbers, four, one, nine, five, nine, nine, eight, one, seven, six. Don't have many people visiting the office right now because of the situation, <laughs> but, uh, and they can also check some things on Facebook that, good pretty consistent about adding stuff uh, up until the last couple weeks and as I said earlier we've got things rolling out later this week yeah definitely keep keep in tune this fall I'm sure there's Mm going to be a lot of things a lot of moving pieces this fall as kind of things move in that direction of of uh, some sort of normalcy we look forward to sharing some pictures of this project coming up with people from hope Uh, yeah that'll that'll be phenomenal I can't wait to see them so good you need volunteers for the stuff. Uh, you call it stuff the bus, right? Yes. Yeah. I think uh, uh, Crossroads kind of hosts that, right? We need a huge building to do it in, yeah, and they've been sure. kind enough yeah. to let us use the back of the building. Mm-hmm. And I think when the volunteers come in, they're always kind of shocked to see all these tables and how spread out that yeah. project makes is to to do. And they've been great about it. And we will radio station will do some spots and we'll make announcements. But if you're interested in doing that, you can give us a call. So you are asking for volunteers yeah. for that. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's pretty efficient. I mean, I know I've just you kind of show up and hey, if you can do this, boom, then you go do it. You don't have to have a working knowledge of the entire kind of thing. And you just yeah. kind of you just be, need to be willing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, thanks, thanks, Tom, for for your time. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for having me, and uh, I just can't say enough about the church and you, and your congregation and how terrific the people are in the community. You talk about serving, and and when I look at many of our boards and and officers, they're people involved right here at the church and yeah. leading the way in the community. Yeah. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank thanks. you. 
thank you for all the years and the impact you've had. Thank you. Here's to the next 35. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you're stretching it there, man. <laughs> all right, we'll see you around town. Thank you, thank you. Well, hey, thanks for engaging with us in this week's episode of The Weekly Grind as we tackle the topics of today from a biblical perspective. If you found today's topic or any episode valuable to you and your growth, it'd mean a lot to us if you would leave us a comment. And don't forget to subscribe to stay caught up on every episode of The Weekly Grind podcast. Thanks so much, and we will see you next time.